You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did. And I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order, plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code PANTS. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code PANTS for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code PANTS. PANTS. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, what if we did that at the same time? Good. Ready? Should we harmonize? Go ahead. You go first and I'll harmonize. Oh, this is what we used to do back in the day. You'd try to harmonize with me. I and did. I couldn't harmonize because I don't understand the concept. Yeah. Well, if you go first, I'll try to find okay. it. Okay. One, two, three. Good, Good morning. No, you have to hold the note. I have to, but I'm, I'm just getting over a cold. Here, let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Hold out the good. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> we'll, we'll have the morning by next week. If we ever knock out a great one, maybe Melissa can hang on to that recording and make it the opening for every episode following. Well, can we finish the word or the two words? Oh, we didn't? No, we kind of shit the bed, as you like to say, we did. on the second half. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get there. Okay. All we have is time right now. There's a writer strike. A massive writer strike. Which we're in full support of. 100%. Because we would have no words to say as actors if we didn't have the writers. And also, it's all the things. It's, it's, this whole strike is based on grotesque capitalism with these studios. I, I think to myself, how could these studios sit back and say, we're on the right side of history here? I don't know. I don't know why they think that. It, it, it's wrong. The writers deserve so much so more. So wrong. Yeah, well, I'm glad this is happening. Yeah, and let's not forget DGA, our new union that we joined last year, and SAG are also going to the renegotiation table as well because our contracts are up. So it's like we the people. I think all of us are going to band together and make change. Beast. Yeah, we have to. This is unsustainable. Yeah, it has to be done. The world, the world of TV and film changed a lot and nobody got to catch up except the studios. So it's right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. If you don't deal with it now, imagine in like five more years what it would be. Well, everything is just so unregulated and they've been getting away with it for so many years. And now everyone. Yeah, it's been like this slow moving train wreck. It's like come to the <laughs> culmination of people not being able to take care of themselves. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Yet full support. 
to her fellow writers, WGA. So you're, you were sick. You didn't even tell me, by the way. I saw you you and Anna. Well, I wasn't in the ICU. I didn't think I needed to make a declaration. I woke up on Monday. Well, we saw you on Sunday. We all I saw hung you out. on Sunday. And I woke up on Monday. And I had really big plans for myself this week. What were they? Yeah, I had big plans. But I woke up on Monday and I thought, I feel a little, I feel a little low energy. I, it was a lesson to, to allow myself to slow down a few clicks instead of trying to keep up with whatever imaginary goal I had for myself. So around noon, I thought, you know what? I think I'm just going to take it easier than I had initially planned. And it turned out I had a cold. The common cold. Angel had the same thing. It's back. And I knew it wasn't COVID, which is why I didn't need to call everyone. And No, I wasn't expecting a call like. Well, if I had COVID, I would have called you and said, hey, heads up, get tested. But I knew it wasn't that. And Angel, who I talked to the other day, had the exact same thing last week. And she said it's annoying. And you forget what it's like to be sick because we've been masked for so long. You don't have the germs coming at you like we used to. It lingers. This cold is lingering longer than I want it to. So I sound worse than I feel at the moment. Well, it's you still sound cool when you're sick. As long as I sound cool. I mean, it's deep. It's like... Is it deeper than usual? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no. You sound like Kathleen oh. Turner. Who has a great voice, by the way. I love <laughs> Kathleen Turner's voice. Always have. It's gotten deeper through the years. I wonder if yours will do that. Hope, Hopefully mine will drop. I wonder if your voice will drop as you get older. Do our voices drop, though? I do think some people's voices drop. Mine has been, I mean, do I get into it? Uh, I, you, you said the other day, my voice is sounding grating. It is. And is there a way to fix it? Like I'm even trying to, I'm trying to help people by settling into my voice. And I think anyone listening to this would disagree with you. No, I disagree with that. It's there a part are, of your, it's a part well, of you. Yeah, I can't change it. I, you know, but I... I don't know what it is. It's like a new thing I'm turning on instead of like hearing about people not liking it. Now I don't like it, which is a weird thing. It's a lot of self-criticism coming from you. And I I do need to work on that. What are you going to do, though? I mean, it happens. Sometimes you turn on yourself. Yeah, it's true. We, we, we all go through moments, but I, it's part of you. As someone right. who's from the outside looking and when in. when I get excited, when I get excited, it goes really up. Sure, but it's authentic. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so authentic, you can't do anything about it. Own it. I have things about myself I don't like, and I have to inevitably say, what can I do about it? Like what? I don't know. Let me think. I, I'm, I have a cold. My brain's not, my brain's in a fog right now. It's still early, but there's always things where I'm like, oh, Kate, really? But that's who I am. I really want to know what they are. Not that I want to like harp on them, but I'm just curious. No, I could harp on them. I just need a second. Okay. Well, if you think about what you don't like about yourself sometime in this podcast. Plenty of things I don't like about myself. I mean, does, is it, does anyone really wake up in the morning? Actually, I take it back. I know, I know a person or two oh. who really look at themselves and think nothing is wrong. No, no. I'm not talking about narcissism. I'm talking about people that actually work on, you know, sustaining some sort of love, self-love. They work on it. It's not something. I don't even know if it would be narcissism though I think it's just pure self-acceptance and optimism about themselves and the world at large like I, I admire that mentality someone has when they look in the mirror every day it must be nice 
Well, I don't, I don't think it comes, maybe it does come naturally, but I do, I do know people that work on it, like loving themselves. I don't think it's always the easiest thing to do, you know, through like meditation or I don't know. I can't get into meditating and I know I enjoy it. Do you meditate? Would, do you think you wouldn't know this? I don't know. Maybe I don't you know. Would like, know maybe, it. maybe I don't know you in all of your quiet moments. Do you meditate? I don't. I don't have. Do I have a kind of like a little bit of piqued interest about it? I do. Right. But Me not too. enough to Sit call anybody it. about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> not enough to download an app and devote five Definitely minutes. Definitely <laughs> not an app. It would have to be like I would have to take a class or um, I don't know, a one on one tutor. We went to the same drama school, and I know you had the same movement teacher I did. His name was... No, I had a woman. Oh. I had a woman. Well, maybe the, the, the structure was the same. Our movement teacher, I think his name was Bill. Oh, God. It was... I need to ask my friends from my class because they'll remember his name. At the end of every class, we would do this guided meditation. We would listen to... He would play Sinead O'Connor, and we would lay down in a circle, and it would begin by the famous words of, now let yourself relax. And the lights would be down and it would be this 40 minute come down off of this movement class. Yes, we did that. And I don't know if, did you get Sinead O'Connor every day? Cause we did. I did not. It was heaven. That's how right I got now. to know that album so well. And you felt like a million bucks. Sometimes you'd fall asleep, but you would come out of this, this zone with that, it, that he puts you in. Mm-hmm. Saying, okay, let's conquer the day. It felt I remember, great. Yeah, at, at 17 when this happened, because no one in Nebraska was meditating. So this was like a profound experience for me. What the moment you're talking, you know, the 10 minutes you're talking about in school. I remember the sandbag. That was always a thing. Hmm. And your body is a sandbag. And I was like, ooh, cool. And you're sinking into the floor, like mm-hmm. all that. And I was like, wow, fucking love New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But that's meditation, is it I not? I know. So you, I don't know. Ask a, an expert. And there's different kinds of meditation. There's yes. the tran- trans, I, I don't transcendental. Know, tra- what does that mean? I don't know. Melissa, do you know what that means? Do you meditate? Sometimes. You dabble? I'll get into phases where I'm really into it. And then sometimes I'm just like, eh, I don't feel like doing this. What's transcendental though? What's the action of that? Because it's different than another form. I'm looking at it. There, there's a lot. A very, very good friend of mine is very into meditating and um, has, you know, experiences during it. It's so, it's so cool to People hear about. People swear that the deeper you get into it, the more profound it becomes. Mm-hmm. So transcendental meditation is a form of silent mantra meditation advocated by the tr- transcendental meditation movement. That's right. You get a mantra. You're given a mantra when you say you... it to yourself quietly. You don't say it out loud. Exactly. No one ever hears what your mantra is. That makes sense because if you repeat something, then you then you're then you're keeping the intrusive thoughts away because your brain is distracted by saying the same thing repetitively. That I buy that. That I could get into because my brain doesn't ever stop. Yeah, I don't think your brain is supposed to stop, so that's good. Or slow down, I suppose. Yeah. I'll start thinking about cement. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. 
Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, just to bring that up, we were reading Instagram a couple of weeks ago. We had, when we talked about being boring, people, some people came to our side and said, you're not boring, which was great. And then people, well, others, there are others that, you know, as you said, there's always the unfollow button <laughs> if you find it so deadly. What did you say? This is there's, your thing. You don't have to, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. You don't need, you don't need to subscribe. There's an unsubscribe button. Anyone is welcome to click that if. If we're killing you. Yeah. yeah. It's not the law to listen to us. It should be, but it's not. Thank you, everyone, for, for weighing in also with your great ideas of things we could talk about. I think the, the overwhelming similarity in a lot of them were they, they want more friends to come on. And I understand that instead of just, you know, we should have more guests on. We've talked about that. I think what's hard about it is just people's schedules and. Yep. True. Blah, blah, blah. But we could we could work on that a little more. So let's work on that for 2023. But friends, bringing friends on, I think, is a lot easier. Yeah. Not that our friends don't have lives and things going on. But <laughs> what I think they like about it is just, you know, it's a natural conversation. It's, you know, conversations we have at the dinner table. It's a shorthand. Yeah. And so, you know, let's call some friends today. We got to get Jamie back on. We got to get Allie back on. Those aren't our only two friends, but like we should just start thinking about that kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. We should let's put our heads because together. They know they know a lot about it. They know things or remember things that you know you and I don't remember. For so sure. that's also fun. For sure. Okay, so we'll do that. So thank you for those suggestions. Oh, I know I brought this up. Cement. Did no one enjoy my conversations about cement? A lot of people. The people are getting. They don't want to hear about it, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. This is. These are things we... Then that's my fault. That falls on me, no, not you. No, 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 no. I've... Trust me. I've bored people with my home projects. I no think... No one enjoys cement? It's actually I, a really fun material to work with <laughs> when you get the hang of it. There's... I enjoy the, the, it. The uses are endless. I'd say more people enjoyed it than not, though. Okay, good. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah. I read through Oh, you read through... Comments. Okay, good. Yeah. More people you enjoy know, I, listening to your everyday lives than not. But... Some people don't, and that's okay. And that's okay. Kate, I just want you to know I love your cement stories. I'm very interested. We talk about them even when we're not recording. These are things. Well, should I bump it up a notch and talk about surface bonding cement? Because that's a whole other category <laughs> that's even more fun. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I won't I won't I won't bore Let's you to just tears. Bury with it. everyone with these cement stories. I won't bore you to tears. It, I get it. It's not I get it. But that's what I'm doing. I love them. Please don't stop with me. Would you rather hear about cinder blocks? I can tell you, I got a whole story about cinder blocks outside of moving them. A new one besides the, about moving them? No, we've heard that one. I've gotten very 
adept at building walls. That is exciting. And making them straight. And guess what? It's harder than you assume it would be. I got a skill. Making walls straight. That's a good... Making walls straight. You can put out a little manual. Making women gay and walls straight <laughs> by Kate Menick. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about cement. Okay. I also haven't been out to the desert house in a Oh, yeah, and someone, someone did ask us... Stop talking about it? No, no. If desert life was more a coping mechanism... Which maybe they mean like an escape route, like a yeah, sure. Or is it just a dream? Oh, great you question! Answer that? Whoever asked that, <laughs> I would say that's a both. It's certainly a dream, but absolutely a coping mechanism. We our our job got canceled. I'm not going to hang on this. I'm not turning it into the our show got canceled story. But we got out of a job, right? Everyone knows that, right? So you're fa- facing unemployment. The future feels uncertain because, you know, there's a strike coming, but you need to utilize your energy and your mind and your creativity in some way. So, yeah, full on coping mechanism. There's also something great about getting in your car and getting the hell out of L.A. for a minute, because the second you leave the the city limits, ah, it falls away. It just you feel a little lighter. Well, also, I'm a big lover of traveling for this very reason, I think. You know, it doesn't have to be like a home you own to go, you know, escape to. It's like, tr- get the hell, go travel, see things, get out, take a road trip. Yeah. To, you know, go to the nearest town in your car the next time. See what, what are they doing? I don't know. I just shake it up. Shake it up for sure. So great question. And the answer is definitely both. Oh God, I've done it. Yeah. Always. You, well, we live in a, you know, metropolis. LA is huge. It's busy. It's fast. By the way, people are driving crazy here. Have you noticed this since the pandemic? I read that pedestrian was hit crossing a crosswalk, a pedestrian crosswalk, and it was a severe hit. Yeah, people are driving insane, especially in our neighborhood. Well, I'm talking about the highways even. Oh, highways there. I don't know. What's in the water right now? And not to sound like a grandma, but I'm. this isn't even grandma stuff. You're going 70 or so, whatever the limit is. We no, Actually, none of us know in LA. We just kind of all go the same pace. So let's say it's 70, 75. People are going 100, 100 and something and just and weaving in and out like they're the only life that matters. It's insane to me. It's happening all the time. This isn't like a... And I think everyone has lost their mind. I'm kind of glad you bring that up because I make all those trips to the desert. So I'm on the freeway there and back. And so I'm I, very careful. But I see precisely what you just described. And every time I think, who raised you? What makes you think that's okay? And It's not okay. And you can the see lives everyone. you're putting in yes. danger. And you can, and all the cars that it's affecting. That's what I you mean. can tell they're being really mindful. Mm-hmm. That's why I drive a little more grandma-ish these days because it's good. I'm should. not in a rush. I'm just not like, where am I rushing to? I'm going to be right. out there. What are you going to get? Five drive. more minutes? Who I don't cares? need to save nine minutes. Although it is a fun game to play with yourself. Of, I'm going to shave off time. Generally speaking, I'm not in a rush. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep up with the Joneses. I'm chill my way out there. You know what Kim says? Almost every time I leave the house, drive for others. Yeah. She always says Be mindful. It. You know, it's a really good thing to practice and I've been doing it. God, we sound like delicious dish talking about 
but whatever. But this is important regardless of where you live. So when you're on the highway, the freeway, always leave. People love to tailgate. People don't realize they're tailgating others. <laughs> like right up on that car's ass that's in front of you. You don't even acknowledge it until someone goes on the brakes and you, your heart stops and you have to pump the brakes so you don't back into them. I'm really big on giving a really big cushion of space <laughs> so I can just mosey on down the road. And if now I have to break, yeah. not everyone's flying into the dashboard. Good tips. Good safety, highway safety tips. Hey, listen, I should get a job at uh, driving school. Did you take driver's ed in Philly? No, you're going to say no. I had to get a license and my, <laughs> my dad, we had a car, but it was in a garage blocks and blocks and blocks away from our house. So it was rarely used. It was just used to go down to the Jersey Shore or up to see family in New Jersey or New York. I guess my mom convinced my dad, you should take take her out to learn how to drive in the city. You know, And Philly has very narrow roads and drivers are kind of nuts. And my dad, it got so far as me getting in the, my dad taking me out, my me getting into the driver's seat and my father realizing I had to adjust the seats because he was much taller than me. And when he saw that I was going to adjust all of his seats, he was like, no. He's like, well, I'll get you a driver's ed course. <laughs> the man did not want me to fuck with the seats. No, because I know people are very particular about that. Beyond. And I get it because sometimes when you give your car to a... Yeah, someone's been in it and you're like, can you put it back? Yeah. Someone's been in it and you can feel, you know, like, thanks a lot. So you did take a course? I took a course, yeah. When you say a course, I'm not believing your eyes right now. Is it like one day or did you take like... We had to be in there for months. No. This was like... Did you... Were, did I could see... Months. I could see... Robert Haley saying, come on, kiddo, let's take the car no, out. No, this was just, <laughs> well, it was very Nebraska. It was like, you know, 80s, in the 80s in Nebraska. It was like everyone took driver's ed. But was he like, the, he was like the doting father who was like, you can get it. And he would take you out and help you perfect parallel oh, parking. Oh, for sure. And I learned on stick shift. And our we had like a P yellow citation, Chevy citation. I don't know what that is. I know. It was just a car that came out at some point. <laughs> like the Haley's always had like the cars that had were on their last leg that we were like known for it. P yellow Chevy Citation. And I learned how to drive manual. That's impressive. Thanks. No, it is. I am glad I learned that it's way great. because I love like now if I can, whenever I get to do that, it's really fun. LA is not really great for stick shift because you stop and start so much. Yeah. You're the one, and I never forgot it, taught me the trick to perfect parallel parking. Oh, that's right. I did teach you that. Where you Well, you line up your, your front windows. Yeah. And you're always safe. And then you crank to the right and it goes perfectly in. Yep. I've, I've used it. Like it, it, That's one of the best life hacks I've ever learned. I've never forgotten it. And I think of you and I, and I have that rule in my that rule always goes through my head every time I'm going to parallel park and very rarely have I fucked it up because of that. That's so great. Yeah, we would have to practice that in class. <laughs> At the Haley school class or in no, driver's ed would, class? No, we'd get in these little cars, like driver's ed cars, and you'd have to practice parallel parking. I why do I get a sense that your high school was something out of a John Hughes film? Very similar to Big any John Hughes movies. And impersonal and impersonal. Like the no. John Hughes schools always felt really big and impersonal to me. Yeah, but we didn't have like our graduating class was like I maybe 160 people. That's a lot of people. No, there are people that like my friend who was from Florida was like thousands. Like 
those are the kind of schools you're thinking of. No, we had a, it was a pretty small town. Yeah, I had 600 and something in my class. Yeah, they get way bigger. That's a lot of people. Yeah, they split the high school the next year. And so then it was like half the classes, but yeah. Jesus. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. I mean, did you know, I mean, not know as in socially know, but did you kind of have a good idea about everyone in your graduating class? In terms of names, like what their well, names just, were? Oh, you, yeah. You're like familiar people. Sure. At the yeah, time, I couldn't, I probably couldn't pick them out of a lineup now. Yeah. At the time, for sure. I knew their names. I didn't, I think we had, ah, damn it. I don't know how many people girls we had in her. I wish we could get your mom on this podcast. Talk about a good you guess. Think she's going to help you out with that. She's not going to remember. She'll know. No, she would not. She would absolutely know. I, I bet you'd be surprised. I assure you she would. Okay. Tonight, when you do your nightly phone call, please ask. I will. But I, Just, I, I even if it's a guesstimate, like what do you, th- how many people were in my graduating class? Mom? All right, I'll ask her and I can assure you she'll say, I don't know. Okay. Well, do you know? Tune in next week, everybody, because I'm actually just as curious. Huh. 160 people. My dad's okay. birthday is coming up. So is Ione's. It's Your the 8th dad? and the 10th. Taurus's. Guess what he wants? What does he want? He wants funny pickleball t-shirts. So I got online this morning. I was like. Cute. But what's a funny pickleball t-shirt? I like good direction in a, like, I'm a big dill. That's bad. <laughs> does he wear these out to dinner or is it on when he plays golf does he play pickleball or don't dink and drive i don't know it's like play on words but does the man play pickleball okay of course why would he want pickleball t-shirts? who does he play pickleball with i thought he was a golfer he plays every single day he is he golfs he's so healthy he is so he, i mean he puts me to shame he is he walks the golf course every day and pickleball how old is that man turning? He's turning 80. Oh, I'm going to say five. Oh, God love him. That's amazing. That's why he's Maybe in great four, shape. Maybe it's four, but I think it's five. That's incredible. So he plays pickleball every day. Does he have uh-huh. a group of pickleball friends? Of course, yeah. And I'm sure. That's why he needs the funny t-shirts. They're all retired, so they all can kind of say, let's do this every day at 11. I'm hoping they're retired. <laughs> no, I hope someone's not coming straight from work at 85. That'd be sad. So he plays pickleball and golf every day without question. Yes. I'm sure he rotates here and there, but. That sounds like a fantastic retirement. I know. You don't even like pickleball. Why do you say He's that? a content man. I've always gotten the sense from Robert. He's super content. Yeah. He's always been, he's an introvert. He's very comfortable being by himself. He plays guitar. He does? He, he plays chess. He's very, those, those kinds of, my dad's a he, major guitar player. And banjo. He always has been. He plays folk songs. Is that where banjo came from? No. But it's, you know, you mean the name of my dog? Yeah. No. No, the other banjo. That was just the, well, no, that was the name of the instrument, (laughs) but it it wasn't like a (laughs) sentimental thing. I didn't know he played guitar. Well, that's where you get, is that where you get the music bug? Maybe. I don't know. We didn't grow up playing together. I mean, he would play with my aunts and uncles like we'd go to they'd all sit on the screen porch and play songs and but you know he's a very he's he's very comfortable just sitting in his office and playing guitar for hours I've tried to play with him we we have tried that in my adulthood it's it's pretty cute I can get cute but then it's like 
we've never, you know, we've never like taken it, taken it out. No one's ever seen it. <laughs> and it hasn't happened that often. Does he like playing with you or does he think it's more of a... What I have to do is he, he'll, he'll open a songbook and it'll be like some, I can't even like, oh, ye little boy from Winchester will be like the name of the song. Are you singing mass hymns? That sounds like no, a mass hymn. Zero, he, you know, he's atheist. No, it's, it's yeah. like... It's like, well, the little boy is at home. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try. I'll get him to send me some of the song titles for next week. But yeah. And then I have to play with him because I, you know. It's more of play along with dad kind of thing than let's write a song together. But do you ever say, hey, dad, let's just like play a cover. No, I've not. No, I haven't tried to cover. Do you know he any Tom Petty dad? <laughs> you must know some Tom Petty. Maybe he would like a John Denver song. He would yeah. could teach me. He loves John Denver. Highway Men. Do you have any of that? In do you have maybe he Willie maybe Nelson, a, big fan. Of sure. his. He always played that when I was growing up, and I was like, "What is that weird voice?" And then when I got older, I was like, "Oh, it's Willie Nelson." I thought it was like the funniest taste of my dad. That voice he plays guitar. That's adorable. Yeah. I can't I like believe you didn't know. That. I like his independent activities. Chess, the other one. Anyway, he's he's yeah his birthday. Then Ioni's birthday. They're all coming back out here next month. By the way, did you know that? They're coming out. Fantastic. How long are they coming? The whole family. So summer's here. When you say they, who is it? The whole clan. Everybody. Pedro, Ioni, and Robert? Yep. Todd as well or just yep. the the family clan? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Kim's already planning like where people sleep. Oh, I'm sure what, she's already <laughs> made menus and gotten drink orders. and. Yeah. I think it's great. And I'm always like, they'll be fine. They're fine. They're fine. That's my attitude. Yeah, but that's the Haley. That's the Haley of it all. Eh, they'll figure uh -huh. it out. Opio. Okay. And she's like, no, 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 no. We have to set this up, and this has to be here. And that, you know, you need a producer in your family. I yeah. need a producer in my family. This morning, before we hopped on, we're gonna head out to the desert tomorrow. First thing, I mean, truly opened my eyes, and it was talking about grocery lists. Oh, I'm sure. I was asked about dinner, and I don't have answers. I don't know what I want from the grocery store. Nothing sounds good. I just woke up. But I have such gratitude because if it wasn't for her, I'd be out there starving, eating a fruit roll up. You wouldn't be here, probably. Mm -hmm. Wondering, why am I so hungry? Why do I feel so bad? Mm -hmm. Why do I feel so bad and run down? Yeah. I mean, Kate, we've talked about this a ton. We, I did make my way through the world before Kim and I got back together. I just... I did too. Probably wasn't doing that great. I didn't know, or I don't no, know. No, but you but were doing great. You were just doing it differently. Diff yeah, in a different. It was way. different. And this actually is something that Anna and Kim both like to bring up. Like, how did you even function? Yeah. How did you feed yourself, or how did you? I used to cook. You did. You did used to cook a lot more. And I was a good cook. You would have. Dinner parties, I'm going to say. I would always have dinner parties. Eight people. Yeah. You would, and you would cook? Yeah. The whole thing? Where did she go? Well, she got she got married to a better cook. But does Anna ever, like, want you to cook? Is she ever like, hey, make that? Oh, she'll make, she's like, I apparently, she'll say, apparently you cook. How would I know? You made a great grilled salmon. I will say that. that I did. I made a great grilled salmon. I have asked you recently, I think. Can you make that again? I guess, yeah. Why don't you do it as a romantic thing? Like, you know what, baby? Take tonight off. And then go have all the things already. I've made, no, I've made on it meals before. It's, it's been inconsistent. However, 
I think I'm going to, when we move into our home, it's getting worked on at the moment. I, I have a feeling I'm going to feel very inspired there to do things that I haven't done 10 years, maybe. Yeah. It's been that long. And I just have that quiet sense of this new spot. You absolutely will because you're, it's a, it's an entertainment home. It's a house where you can, yeah. Precisely. So when we're in there, I have a feeling I'm going to restructure my cooking because there are certain things I make very well that I enjoy making. It's true. You know what? I think that is what happened because the house you, your, your first house you bought when we were first becoming friends had that deck, had a little deck that was so beautiful and so great to sit out on. And and you, then you helped me build that whole barbecue stand. I thought about that the other day, how... You had a barbie and you had a little table and it was a really nice place to hang out and eat. And I think yeah. when you moved to that other house... And then you built me that table when... And the, yeah. the whole thing. It was a perfect entertaining house. And then when we moved, it wasn't that. It didn't have that element, so I wasn't inspired. You just had the one, yeah, the one floor. Whatever, yeah. And then now we're renting and... yeah. This explains the whole thing. A hundred percent. You so, need the space. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm excited to come over and eat. I can't wait to have you over. Can't wait. I can't wait to pay it back because you've had us over so many times. Oh my God. We love it. Listen, feel better. Number one, have fun in the desert. Thank you. I'm going to see you tonight. Yeah, you And are. everybody else, we'll see you next week. Bye, Pockets. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.